it in your head. Season two. I love, I love your vibes tonight. Happy Wednesday, friends, and welcome back to Aquarius Behavior, a best friends podcast. I'm your co-host, Morgan. And I'm your co-host, Samantha. We invite you to hang out with us each Wednesday to take in some chaotic storytelling, low-key learning, and high-quality audio. That's the app pod promise. Good afternoon, Samantha. Morgan, how are you on this winter noonish time? Oh, mm. I'm still waking up yeah. with my coffee. The new moon really hit me this week. Did you know that Mercury is in <laughs> retrograde? Oh, it is. Oh, wow. Oh, it is. Mm. And I remind myself and my husband. <laughs> yeah, I think I heard you say something over the weekend like, no, Joel, stop. Mer- Mercury's in retrograde right now and I need to re-communicate <laughs> what I said to you because you heard me incorrectly and you responded incorrectly and I want to make sure that you hear the words I'm saying because Mercury is in retrograde. It's in retrograde. It's a beautiful moment. So yeah, let us all understand one another. <laughs> I hope everyone's doing well during this time. Um, Morgan, what are you sipping mm. on over there? What do you got yeah, going on? I've got a coffee this morning. Ooh, afternoon. Coffee. It, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. No one cares. No one cares. We're all here and it's Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. So I got a coffee and uh, there is, you saw it. So Coffee Mate makes cereal based creamers and they have a cinnamon toast crunch one, which is my favorite cereal from childhood. So it's basically cinnamon, but it says cinnamon toast crunch, well, which it, excites me. Yeah, that's what I like about it is because it has kind of, uh, as I was pouring it in my coffee, I said it kind of has like baked goods undertone. It's not just like cinnamon yeah. and cream. It's not just like a cinnamon creamer. It's a mm-hmm. cinnamon toast crunch creamer. Yeah. There's a difference. You know how the milk tasted like when you were done? Mm-hmm. And it's like some cereal, you're going to drink the milk mm-hmm. when you're done. If you drink cereal or excuse me, if you eat cereal with milk. Some people I know don't eat cereal with milk. They just eat the cereal dry. Mm-hmm. Bless. But if you drink the milk, that was like the best part. Yeah. I it never, was. I never turned down Cinnamon Toast Crunch milk leftovers. Never. I always drink the milk. Yeah. But you're all, you're always a milk drinker? Always. Mm-hmm. Yes. Gotta I, finish that bowl. I also listened to a cereal podcast called The Empty Bowl. And that is their sign off is don't forget to drink the milk. <laughs> Don't forget to drink the milk. Oh, I love that. Does he always got to drink the milk? Yes. It's a great podcast. (laughs) Guys, go listen to The Empty Bowl, all right? It's great. They talk about cereal, and they talk about cereal that comes out, but it's a meditative cereal podcast. So everything is very quiet and serene and there's ocean waves or maybe there are milk waves in your bowl (laughs) that are playing in the background as they talk about cereal and cereal news and new cereals that are coming out. And, you know, sometimes they'll drop in light news like talking about the the uh post workers all going on strike and how that was affecting the cereal manufacturing yeah all in low cozy tones the empty bowl gonna just put out a free advertisement for that blessings (laughs) a little bit different pace than this podcast um that's where we go for the pause (laughs) we're not a meditative podcast (laughs) 
That is the one thing we definitely are not. Oh, wow. <laughs> Blessings. Yeah. Coffee. I'm a three drink Samantha. Well, technically, okay, technically yeah, it's five drinks because what? I have opened, I have my coffee, right? Yeah. Cinnamon Toast Crunch Creamer. Yeah. But then I have my tumbler of ice that I brought mm -hmm. over. Ooh. But I have now cracked one of these uh, sparkling ice uh, orange mango and then a Diet Mountain Dew. And I've combined them. Mm -hmm. And then I have my water bottle. So technically, I do have I see. five drinks, even though two of them are open to be combined into my third drink. Right. But that is a new drink. Because they're combined. Because they're which combined. Which makes a new drink. Yes. So I see. Wow. I, this might be a multiple drink support group. Uh, and okay. I would just like to say my name is Samantha and I have multiple drinks. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It's also just like different types. I got there. a can. I got a bottle. I got a water bottle. I got a tumbler wow. and I got a mug. <sighs> this, is a, this is a big drink this... update section, but apparently... Something's going on over here in the corner. This might be a record for Abpod. We are breaking records. Here we go. Oh. Five drinks, Samantha. Yeah. Ooh. Here she is. Uh, I also, while I was over here with all of my beverages, I found my card thing that I just yes. like shoved in the back because it was bullying us. And now I think we're all ready to be bullied a little bit. By the spiritual AF mm -hmm. deck. And I was like, mm, give me the good one. <laughs> I saw you. I you also, ran your nails around. I have fake it. nails this week. And so everything <laughs> is involved with the fake nails. Okay. So here's what this one says. It says, stop stressing over crappy AF people. Because we don't swear in this part of the podcast. All right. <clears throat> Back of the card. The vast majority of our time spent in strife and stress is simply because we're stressing over crappy people. If you catch yourself thinking about a crappy person, take a moment and think about an awesome AF human. If you're going to spend time crawling up other people's butts, it might as well be someone awesome. <laughs> oh, wow. Spiritual AF. Yes. Let's remember. Wow. And center ourselves. That's a really interesting one for the universe to choose, yeah. uh, being it's the holiday season. And so the holiday season brings us closer to a lot of people. Would you like to touch that, it? That, uh, you know, are maybe family, uh, but maybe we don't like. Um, I or see, adjacent, right? Or adjacent. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's really interesting. Are you stressing over crappy AF people? Oh. Do you have to be around some crappy AF people? Yeah. How are you mm. caring for yourself mm -hmm. while you expend the energy that's required to achieve the goals that you set for yourself over the holiday season? Mm -hmm. Whether it's attending the things or not attending the things. Yeah. Naps or yep. no naps. <laughs> yeah. What's your self-care routine? How are you going to just like not allow them to occupy your mind and fester there yeah because that's that's my problem is that it is like a touch point it's mm -hmm. like you can go about your day but then there's that little thing how how do you get that out of the brain that's ooh. well we're here we're yeah. here to support i'm definitely an overthinker no uh, what tell yeah. me about that what i do mean, you mean might kind of be part of my aquariusness <laughs> <laughs> i have 12 feelings here we go yes and just you know 
the Aquarius ability to see all sides of a situation, right? So I'm over here just constantly thinking about people, analyzing my own behavior. And so I'll go out in a social situation and then I spend hours afterwards just decompressing and playing this situation over and just being like, was I cool? Was I dumb? Did I say the thing? <laughs> Did I right? say something stupid? <laughs> when they were looking at me that way, what were they thinking then? I think it's also yeah. the being observed part of like knowing that people observe are observing you and like thinking thoughts about you in their mm. own brain. Yeah. It's um you guys, brains are weird. Yeah, but ultimately <laughs> I ultimately I do think that no one actually cares. Yeah. And and that it is just in my head mm-hmm. that like I'm sitting there rethinking, but no one is going home thinking about me for hours. So that's Well, I I like, might be because <laughs> but that's just separately and podcast related, but I understand what you're saying and I agree with you. It's easy to tell ourselves the stories of like uh, what people constructing other people's lives in our heads. Totally. When like, oh my gosh, we have no idea. I'm so complicated. <laughs> I couldn't even explain myself to someone. So like the fact that I'm trying to think up like the motivations behind someone's like period instead of like a exclamation mark at the end of an email Mm -hmm. you know i spent far too much time that doesn't need (sighs) gotta think about me on my mind i gotta think about me i don't need to be stressing about that think about you listeners just start thinking if you don't already think about you think about you more take the amount that you're thinking about you and increase it it's not selfish it's awareness oh yeah Okay. Oh, yeah. Don't believe those lies that thinking about yourself is selfish. Yeah, actually it's super not. Important. Yeah. You should only be thinking about yourself. Well, I know today is the third Wednesday of the month. Wednesday. Which means we get to play the best friend game or let's get deep which is the other adjacent game that we've recently got yes it's kind of all encompassing best friends playing a game one is called the best friend game but today we're playing let's get deep let's get Mm. deep yeah i went through the cards and found some that uh oh just i was curious about morgan i said oh i I don't know the answer i don't know what morgan would say to these so let's have some opinions i'm excited after the stretch break. Hey, AbPod listeners. Hope you're feeling groovy and this episode is bringing a slice of nice to your day. Did you know you could follow AquariusBehavior.pod on Instagram to see weekly episode updates and behind-the-scenes podcast pictures? Yeah, it's true. You can also email the show at AquariusBehavior.pod at gmail.com to share your friendship stories or suggest a segment. Stay hydrated, buddies. Now on with the show. All right, Morgan, we are back and we are about to play the best friend game, but it's actually Let's Get Deep. Yep. So this is a game, Let's Get Deep, and there are cards in this game. This is a literal board game that we're playing. It's from the creators of What Do You Meme, if you've seen that in a store. And uh, yeah, these are going to be questions, which are pretty light questions. And we're just going to talk about our opinions. Apparently, we have very strong opinions about these things normally. So you've got five here. And two of them, it looks like, are icebreakers. And the other Oh, they're labeled on the back. Oh, yes. And so it tells you if it's an icebreaker, if it's a deep question, or if it's a deeper question. Great. Let's do, I'd like to do the icebreakers. 
first. Great. Okay. Yeah, and then we'll do these ones because these I, I have some opinions. Oh my gosh! Great. Okay. Right. Okay. So I'm gonna pick this boop, one. Boop. All right, Morgan. Have you ever collected anything? And if so, what was that collection? So many things. Okay. I love collections. Tell okay. me about your collecting. <laughs> We're gonna start as a child. As a child, well. This podcast knows that I used to collect stickers because I talked about how I stole stickers from my neighbor once. <laughs> yeah, I think the it was only like, thing I've ever what's stole. What's the thing you stole? And yeah, that was in the oh, game. Oh no! So I did used to collect stickers, and I had a sticker book, which is if you don't collect stickers, you don't like stickers. A sticker book is a. Uh, lam- basically, it's a laminated book where all of the pages are laminated so you can put your sticker, you can take the sticker back off the sticker and stick it in your book, but it remains sticky. So then you can move them around or you can, you know, decide to take them and put them somewhere. But and create a little vignette. Yeah, little, uh, it's not permanent. So I had one of those books. It was pink and I put all of my stickers in there. I love stickers. Um, I remember like sticking them on everything, probably got in a little bit of trouble. Um, like, do you remember in the nineties? Okay, hold there, on, wait, let me go back. Oh go back into the nineties. I was wearing bandanas, I think, at that time. I had glasses. Oh, yeah. I love that. I would pull to I'm I'm gonna call it seventh grade. Yeah. Ninety-nine. Okay, okay, third grade. Let's go back farther. Overalls and bodysuits mm-hmm. with snaps in the crotch. Mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. we're there. Yep. I had corduroy overalls. Mm-hmm. Yep. Was wearing turtlenecks a lot. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Hot look. Clogs. Also clogs. <laughs> yeah. And I like, wore a lot of clogs. Doc Martens were like way cool. <laughs> I never had Doc Martens, but it was either. like those big heavy shoes with thick soles that are now like back mm-hmm. at Target. They're back at Target. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I didn't either. I had Skecher lookalikes. <laughs> so in the 90s. So in the with 90s. With your sticker book. With my sticker book, there were, uh, I remember just as a child and learning about like household safety. You know, there's like units you do in school and they're like, don't drink chemicals. Um, <laughs> and, and also like yeah. in the 90s, there were fewer things that were child safe versus like now where I it's like so much more aware. Everything's so safe. Everything is so safe. Your Tide Pods have a little lock lid now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wasn't always the case in the 90s. And so- we had to educate the youth about the cupboard under the sink in your kitchen yeah. and how you don't go in there and don't have the chemicals. So in don't one of them, yeah. don't drink them, don't, don't do it. So in one of those units that I took as a small child, they gave us stickers and they were these round stickers. They were green with a black outline and they were a yuck sticker. So they had like this just green face with like squishy eyes sticking out its tongue making a yuck face yuck yuck and then i believe the outline like the border had i i believe it was the number for like the emergency number for like poison control for like poison yeah, control okay, that yes. makes sense. Uh, not 911 but it was <laughs> which is like the obvious <laughs> Oh one one eight nine nine nine. Okay. Okay. Watch IT crowd. That's Watch all. IT crowd. Continue. Um. So those I remember having a bunch of those, and I definitely had some in my sticker book. But then I stuck them 
around the house. And one of them, I happened to stick directly on our family telephone, like our landline. (laughs) So it just stayed there for years. For years. Oh, I love that. Years and years and years. Oh, it's just it's the just the sticker that's there. Yeah. So that I believe was probably what led my mom to get me a sticker book. Like, you can put your stickers here. <laughs> Don't stick them around my house. Thank you. <laughs> oh, that gives me such joy thinking about little Morgan with all of her stickers. Oh, and Morgan, that. yeah. Mom, mom Morgan comes in and says, okay. Your sticker book. Here's your sticker book. Now, please take all the stickers off the baseboards. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. So that was one of my collections. Another notable collection was I collected feathers. What? Like bird feathers, which like that you found in the wild. Yep. (laughs) Which now I look back and I'm like, that is so gross. Okay, what age were you? Like, can't believe that's that's fun garbage kid stuff. It's real garbage. No, it's like um, I don't want to say garbage kid. I want to say like I want to say like oh, trash baby's also not good. That's just really dirty squirrel behavior. It's It's dirty squirrel behavior. Yes. Okay. Continue. So, I collected feathers and. I this was in elementary school. Uh-huh. Um, so I was like 10 and below. OK, I hoped it was. Yeah. yeah OK. Yeah. So 10 and below. And I had a great aunt, great aunt Adelaide mm. and great aunt Adelaide would she lived on a lake. And so she every time I went and visited her, she had an envelope for me of feathers that she found in her yard. And she would just collect them in between each visit. Oh, my gosh. That's so cute. Okay, I see why you were into feathers. It wasn't just Morgan finding feathers out in the wild. It was like every Mm -hmm. time you went to Aunt Adelaide's house, there was like treasure feathers for you to. Mm -hmm. That's super cute, Morgan. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it was very fun. I um, looking back now, I think, wow, it would have been cooler if I had displayed them or like, you know, put them in a book or something. But I just kept them all in a plastic bag. And so sometimes (laughs) it was pretty much like whenever I got new feathers then I take them all out and I'd like arrange them and look at them on the floor. And then I would carefully stack them and put them back into my plastic baggie. Do you still have your plastic baggie feathers? Oh, God, no. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. That definitely got thrown out because also these feathers like literally just found them on the ground and then put them in my bag. There was no sanitization that happened. There was no upkeep. Nothing. It was just a bag of dirty old bird feathers. <laughs> dirty squirrel behavior. Child of the 90s. Oh, that gives me such great joy. Morgan running around with her feathers and her poison control stickers. Yep. It's just glorious. Yep. Yep. And so that was a collection. I have another collection. Yeah, tell me about it. I seriously. I could talk to you about this for the entire rest of the episode. <laughs> we could just skip all the rest of the questions. Tell me more about your collection. I love collecting things. <laughs> um, okay, so then for a time, I would say this was like middle school to high school. Mm-hmm. I also had a snow globe collection. <laughs> say more words. Say more words. Yes. What is it about sc- snow globes? When did they capture your heart? Okay, so I just thought that they were pretty. So my uncle slash godfather gifted me a snow globe for, I think it was my birthday one year. And I just thought, this is really cool. And then my 
aunt who lived in Wisconsin, she had a snow globe collection and she kept them all. She might still have them. She sometimes listens to this podcast. So Kathleen, if you're listening, I want to know. Send Uh, us a picture of your (laughs) snow globe collection if you still have it. (laughs) Yes. But it was marvelous. And I was so inspired by it. Um, She kept them in just like this big hutch that went from her floor to her ceiling, a big Mm. glass hutch. Mm. And it it was filled with snow globes of varying sizes. Um, she would like bring some home when she went on trips. She had them like gifted to her. So I was very inspired by that. And I always thought that was very cool. And then I happened to get a snow globe and I thought, wow, what if I just started collecting snow globes? And then people just started giving me snow globes and I would get them when I went on vacations and I kept them oh, like all. Your, like little souvenir. Oh, yeah. Like, like a little souvenir oh, one. Oh, cute. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so then it would kind of be, I had stories behind them all. I kept them all I had. There were uh, four shelves in it. And my mom hung it on the wall for me. It was like a very big, heavy one. So she like bolted it, it into mounted. the studs. It was mounted oh. on my wall. Yeah. And with anchors with yes, anchors Morgan. Like, it was very because it had to hold all these snow globes and a lot of them were glass yeah. and like pretty heavy yeah water's heavy plus glass plus whatever yeah, stone plus the base. base or whatever the material is made of in the bottom plus yes. the music box if it has it okay mm-hmm. continue which continue. most of mine did yeah you were just like it can't be a snow globe without a music box no okay well, well and you know some of the little like plasticky ones wouldn't mm. have one but yeah, your statement pieces. Like, then what are you doing even if you're collecting snow globes and they don't play music? Yeah. So, um, so I did that for a while and it brought me a lot of joy until it didn't. And I was like, I don't want to move all these. And, you know, I eventually like left my parents' house and I was like, I don't need to move these. And I just kept thinking, like, where am I going to put these? They have, they need so much space. Mm-hmm. Um, and so ultimately that has now just become the question for me of collections is like, how am I going to store these? And like, what am I going to do? So now currently I have, I would say, one major collection. And that is uh, tasting glasses, mm. which my husband and I collect. So when we go to breweries, we really love going to breweries, especially when we travel. Um, and so when we go to breweries, I will always buy a tasting glass with the logo on it if they have one. Unfortunately, not everybody does, um, but I just always have been a fan of cute little things. Just a little tiny things. <laughs> just a little thing. Yeah. Um, and it's also something, it doesn't take up that much space. They're not super heavy. And you can use it. It's a usable item. And we do use them mm-hmm. often yeah. because we have friends over and like we also, everybody, all of our friends pretty much like beer. And so it little becomes- Little sippers, whatever you're sipping a on. A little sipper, mm-hmm. yeah. If we get a crowler- Everybody just wants to like share and have a little taste. So yeah. I don't want an entire beer. I just would like the essence of it. Yep. Just give me just a little. Yep. I'm a sniffer. <laughs> yeah. Personally. I'm a sniffer. Unless it's a sour, then like probably want that. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, shall we continue? Mm-hmm. Great. Cause um my collections were stamps, spoons. And tiny rocks. What kind of stamps? Like the rubber stamps or like mailing stamps? Mailing stamps. Whoa. Yeah. In like second grade, I was super into like 
mailing stamps and stamps. I no longer have that collection. Mm-hmm. It was all in a little envelope that was paper and it was tiny and who knows where it went. I've moved a couple times. Well, I mean, you Blessings know, to the, the price stamps. of stamps has gone up so oh, much. Well, and they so. were old cool stamps from like other countries and stuff like that. And oh. so it was just like, oh, but then That's neat. um did you ever when you were traveling see uh tiny animals made from pretty rocks yes i loved collecting those i got like a whale and a bear and you know i just have like probably 15 or 20 of them just in a little box that's Mm -hmm. the other thing tiny things for collections because where do you put your snow globes where do you put them where do you put them and then the other thing that i collected growing up was state spoons Little spoons that had the state on them. Mm -hmm. So those were the three things that were pretty much in elementary school was uh, when we were on family vacations because my dad's business trips were just disguised as family vacations Mm -hmm. to the us kids. Yeah. And so we're like, oh, we're going to go drive through a national park, but also we're going to hang out in a hotel room while dad goes to this place to do sales calls and whatever. Mm -hmm. And so we would always end up in like random I want to say, okay, I want to say like old West timey tourist towns Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And so I would always find spoons, tiny rocks. Thimbles. Thimbles. Yes. (laughs) Oh, I wasn't a thimble collector. But uh, yeah, so it's just the the teeny tiny little pretty Mm -hmm. things. Those are the ones that I enjoy. Oh, I love that. Listeners, tell us what yours are. Like, what are the what are the things that you're collected or still collect to this day? Comment, comment on our Insta or I'd just email know. us and tell us your story because we're very interested. Yes. Yeah. There's the little spoons, the ones that have color in them. I love that. Did you oh have like gosh. a rack for your spoons? I never got a rack, okay. but they have like a little box. They're mm-hmm. in a special little box with my special little uh, animals. I'll see mm-hmm. if I I'll see if I can find it. I'll take a little picture. Maybe. Oh my gosh, please yeah. do. Okay. Editing Samantha is going to go in the basement and see if she can find these. And then she'll include a picture. Cute, cute, cute. Mm-hmm. Are you ready to do the next Yeah, what's question? our next icebreaker? All right. It is. Morgan, what posters did you have in your room growing up? Or how were your walls decorated? Okay, so I definitely had an InSync poster on my door. Okay, for a very long time. What like what era of InSync was it? Do you that remember? would be the it would be the no strings attached okay. era mm-hmm. slash Pop Odyssey era. Like bye bye bye. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, Pop Odyssey era. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Yep. And so it was that time. So I would say like late 90s, early 2000s was mm-hmm. when I had my NSYNC poster. Mm-hmm. I also had a Jonathan Taylor Thomas poster. <gasps> Me too. <laughs> Did you? Yes, I had Jonathan Taylor Thomas, but I had Backstreet Boys on my wall. Oh so my gosh. A bit different, but yeah, JTT. In love with oh him. Oh my gosh, because that was right around the time that Huckleberry Finn came out. And that is a great movie if yep. you haven't seen it. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Oh my gosh. That's just a nice... No, Tom Sawyer. It's Tom Sawyer. Was right? that it? No, I think it was. It was Huck and Finn it was called, the name of it. Okay. Because, yeah, it's like he meets Huckleberry Finn. It, yeah. Tell me. Because I don't remember. This is just a vague memory of mm-hmm. my past. But Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Oh, mm-hmm. he was on Home Improvement. Yes, he was. Oh, he was so cute. Just cute little. Oh, okay. my yeah, God. Tell me more. He was so cute. <sighs> so I had that poster. Mm-hmm. Mine had railroad tracks. I think he was standing on. Oh, did it? Mm-hmm. See, mine was like it was his face. It yeah. was like a headshot. Yeah. So it was like. 
uh, torso up. Yeah. And just so right I had there. him like right there. I'm it was sure like I face size. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> when you have the person's face size is your face. And yeah. it's like. Mm. <laughs> I, also, I love this question. I also had a JTT calendar. So I had that at the same time, which was just a different picture of him every month, which was amazing. Um, I also had a solar system poster because I was very into space and astronomy at a young age and so that makes sense um the moon space in the ocean yeah so i had i had a poster in my room of all of the planets and the solar system uh which was really cool so those are my three like big ones, big ones. most notable yeah. i would say mm-hmm. i yeah. love it how about you yeah it was jtt it was the poster era mm. before i covered all my walls in pictures because i did mm. that in like 10th or 11th grade I just printed all of my pictures and just put all of them on the wall so all my room looked crazy yeah um at one point I did a bunch of magazine cutouts and put them on the wall like Ooh. eyes and makeup inspiration and quotes it was all like um uh, like a manifestation wall but just mm-hmm. pretty things um yeah. but for me it was Jonathan Taylor Thomas that those were the first posters Mm -hmm. JTT I feel like I maybe got um, a black light fuzzy something like from Spencer gifts that had like smiley faces on it at one point psychedelic like something just like that Uh, yeah Backstreet Boys and then I used to get like Teen Beat um, or Mm -hmm. the magazines and then pull Mm -hmm. the posters out of those and put them on the wall so there was like a rotating cast of posters that were around so take out that team beat centerfold Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. get that centerfold Ooh! all right here we go next question morgan okay we're in the deep questions Mm -hmm. now uh okay i'm going for my left your right fantastic what is a kitchen appliance you cannot function without oh no they stole my (sighs) i mean now it's my pizza oven okay i was gonna say is it your coffee pot pizza oven (laughs) these are my questions Mm. yeah because here's the thing it's like my brain automatically goes to you know making coffee what could i use to just make coffee like macgyver it right okay i'm pretty sure that i could macgyver that because people have been making tea for millennia thousand years literally twelve thousand million million years since the dawn Dawn of time time. (laughs) we've been making coffee and tea (laughs) i'm just thinking i could macgyver my way and figure something out i mean like i do use my KitchenAid all the time but i also think you know again that's just stirring you stuff. can just stir so i could just you stir could it just stir it uh-huh i just don't like to because i have adhd <laughs> so i need to do 12 things at one time exactly. and that helps me do that when it's automated <laughs> you can cook a pizza while you use your oh, kitchen oh man um but i will say so i do love my pizza oven and it's really just a toaster oven but it has all the settings uh it's amazing I love it so much. We got it for our wedding and it's become my favorite thing in my kitchen, Uh, especially because just ovens in general, ovens, they take a long time to preheat. It just takes forever. It's like I just want to bake four cookies. I just want to make five slices of pizza. I just want to pop this in and have it be ready in 15 minutes. No, 
it'll take 15 minutes to heat up and then it takes eight minutes to bake my cookies. <sighs> so what do I do? Uh, mm-hmm. So that annoys me. And then also I don't like to use the oven in the summer because it's too hot. Yeah. And then it, it heats, heats up, up the, the entire house. house. Yep. So uh, there in, you know, lies my issue mm-hmm. with the oven. Uh, but I also do prefer to use an oven over a microwave. And so if I can warm something up, warm a leftover in an oven, that brings me more joy and it's tastier in my mouth mm-hmm. than nuking it. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with my toaster oven. Yeah. I use that daily, multiple times a day. I thought it might be coffee, <laughs> but that's a good point is that you could figure out how to get that caffeine yeah. in your body. But getting a good bake on a tiny cookie mm-hmm. in a low amount of time. Yeah. Abundance. All right, we're just going to keep going. Okay. All right. What reality or game show do you think we should do together? Oh, my. Oh, fascinating. We've talked about reality shows before. Um, Because maybe it was like, what hmm. one? Oh, I remember the question. It was, what reality show could you go on and feel like you do a pretty good job mm-hmm. with who you are right now with yep. no preparation and you could just go on the yep. show? And I said Bake Off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What would we do together? What would both of our brains? <sighs> okay. Mean- so I'm going to say one. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Oh, Taskmaster. Oh, <laughs> Amazing, because I was going to say Amazing Race. That was like Mm -hmm. the buddy-buddy, but Taskmaster is such a good answer. For for our listeners who don't know what Taskmaster is, yeah, Morgan, would you please? Taskmaster, go watch it. It's on YouTube. Yeah, Yeah. you can watch it on YouTube. They have an official channel on YouTube, and you can watch all of the seasons for free. Uh, Taskmaster is a British reality show. It is... uh, Created by Alex Horn, who is a musician comedian and is hosted by Alex and Greg Davis, who is a British comedian. Hilarious actor. Just like his whole shtick is just being like grumpy. And he's also a giant. Like he is literally a giant. Huge man. And he sits on a throne. Yes. He is six foot eight. And so he is like (laughs) an actual giant. Um, And so there are every season, there are five comedians that are on the show and they spend an entire year doing different tasks. And these are all filmed like outside of the show. Um, And so they have just like times they're scheduled to show up at the studio for Taskmaster and do the task. And then the series, like what we actually watch on TV is the panel of these comedians talking about their tasks. So they'll meet each episode and probably go through four tasks. And they're all like either outrageous things or they're super simple things. Like one of them literally that we watched probably last week was make the best cup of tea. But all of the tea equipment was glued to the table. And so <laughs> it's like silly things. It's just silly stuff. It's low stakes. Oh my gosh. Activity that you wouldn't think of. There was there oh was there hilarious. was one where um get as many items as you can into 
this uh, Christmas tree net mm. Mm. and it just it's ridiculousness. But the panel then just sits yeah. there. They watch all the footage of all of them doing silly things to try mm-hmm. and complete each of these tasks. And then Greg yep. gives them crap and laughs at him. Yep. And he assigns points just for personally what he likes, <laughs> which also makes it funny because there's just, uh, you know, and they go to the studio throughout the year to do these tasks. They do it at different times. So they'll schedule them throughout the year to go at different times to do these tasks. And then they'll come back and do another one. Occasionally, there are group tasks, which is really funny. But most of the time, these comedians and actors are by themselves just doing these tasks. So they have no with idea. Alex. Yeah. With Alex. With yes. Alex. He's like the supervisor and presenter of with yeah. buddy and yeah. the camera crew is there um but they're alone in terms of like there's no other contestants there so no they comparison. have like they're just doing this task and they have no idea how the other contestants are approaching the task or what happens in their journey until they're at the panel so i think it's super funny it's definitely something i feel like I could do because it doesn't you don't need any talents whatsoever like because no. they're all just random things you just need a brain you just need a brain and you can be creative you can be literal it doesn't matter literally there are very few rules mm-hmm. so I would say that would be the one yeah the thing that uh, <laughs> I thought was so cute about Taskmaster at the beginning they have to bring in for each episode they have to bring in an item that the winner of the episode gets mm-hmm. so sometimes it's like bring in a picture of the most famous person you've met Mm -hmm. but sometimes it's like the one that you told me about initially that just freaked me out that made me watch it was bring in an important document because the winner of the show gets all all of the important documents so someone brought in like their birth certificate or Mm -hmm. some stuff so yeah someone brought in their marriage certificate (laughs) they're like my wife doesn't know but i brought in our marriage certificate (laughs) so it's a funny part at the beginning of the show where each of the comedians go over what they've brought in that the winner will take home that fits the theme that Greg assigned. So you guys, Mm -hmm. Taskmaster, it's so much content. Oh Oh my gosh. We would have so much fun doing Taskmaster. I think so. Yeah. Great. Great answer. Well, here's our last (gasps) one, Morgan. Our last one. The last one for this Wednesday in the pod lounge. Okay. All right. If you and your friends made a time capsule to be opened in 10 years, what items would you put in it? Whoa. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So the years 2033 were on the cusp of the holidays. Who even knows how high Morgan and Samantha's top buns are going to be at that point? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Mm, This is a great question. Wow. Uh, I was not prepared for this little bit of a thinker here at the end okay so i'm gonna put in things that pertain to me i don't really care about what's going on culturally right now yeah no forget that it's crap. more it's just, just about I immediately thought about myself good that's what we said at the beginning of the episode morgan thank you for taking your own advice and thinking about yourself first mm, nice practice i did so let's see i'm gonna put in something that is related to blackpink to okay. just represent my all of the feelings affinity for k-pop mm-hmm. in general uh i will put in a picture of all of my pets yeah and probably a picture of myself mm-hmm. 
something related to the podcast. I would put in a Jane Austen book. Mm. Probably my favorite one that we've read this year. Which I don't know what it is because we haven't finished Persuasion. No, we have to. So that could be my favorite. I don't know yet. We don't know yet. We're not sure. I can't speak to that yet. We'll reveal. It's our end of the year reveal. Yeah. And we can talk about what was our favorite and Ooh. why. Maybe what character we also identified with. Oh, okay. Oh, my gosh. Um, and then okay. oh, yep. I, I have to like, I would put in a picture of my wedding because that was oh, a significant fire. thing mm-hmm. this year. Probably yeah. like our whole wedding party. Just to be like, oh, look at us. Look at us 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. So young. Yeah. I think that's a really oh. good, yeah, those fabulous pictures of the wedding parties. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. We we definitely invested in the weddings that we threw this year. Yeah, we did. We definitely did. So yeah, throw those pictures in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What what are you putting pink. in I just, our I love capsule? The, I love the black pink. Uh, I immediately would just put in um, my pair of Crocs that have all of my Croc charms on them. Ooh. That would, that's very representative mm-hmm. of who I have been the last three years. Mm-hmm. She's she's just she's been worn through a little bit, but look at her. She's still got all of her charms and she's still going. Still kicking. Four wheel drive still works. That's right. Um, Yeah, I love the idea of Jane Austen, but I think that I would put in my actual favorite book, which is The Count of Monte Cristo, because Mm -hmm. by then Mm -hmm. I'll probably need a new one. And so I can just time capsule that one and be like, oh, 10 years. Great. Here's my new copy of Count of Monte Cristo. Yeah. A Reese's tree. Oh, <laughs> the best. Reese's in shapes are and, far superior to cups. Yeah, I agree. And Diet Mountain Dew. Just oh, one, mm-hmm. but a bottle. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. Bottle, not a can. It'll be expired by then. Yep. But would you drink it? No, not even a little okay. bit. That's just for posterity. <laughs> no, but I'd probably be holding a Diet Mountain Dew as we're, dr- as we're opening the time capsule, mm-hmm. whatever label version, you know, they have of the new logo brand oh yeah it'll show the brand holding that 10 years before mm, 10 years so 2033 i like that Mm -hmm. that's clever black pink jane austen Mm -hmm. wedding photos Mm -hmm. crocs diet do diet do reese's trees i love that that's a gorgeous gorgeous time capsule that is beautiful what would you put in the time capsule you guys let us know yes tell us Mm. Well, this has been a lovely episode. I really enjoyed that. And it's time to wrap it up. Sure is. It is. Thanks so much for being here. Next week, you can tune in for our, oh my gosh, it is our final book nook. I can't believe it. I can't believe that we've come here. year. Wow. We've done it. We've done it. Second half of Persuasion. Yeah. And we get to talk about it. I cannot Wait, we've read six books this year, Morgan. Yeah. Congratulations. Oh I can't my wait to gosh. see what book Yay us. That's mm-hmm. definitely six more than I read last year. So <laughs> that's not true. I did read a couple last year. <laughs> well, come join us, friends. Come join us. Yes. Thank you all for being here. And we'll see you next week. Love and abundance. Bye.